The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. It's Healthy Hearing Month, and joining me now to talk about hearing and hearing loss, we have Mary Black. Mary, good morning. Hello, Pat. How are you doing? Uh, I'm doing very well. And we have the Audiology Director at Specsavers, Orla Walsh. Orla, good morning and welcome. Good morning, Pat. Now, Mary, um, for a singer, yeah. having a very good hearing is important for pitching. Absolutely, yeah. And if you can't yeah. hear your own voice, very hard to sing. Yeah. In tune. In tune. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's like if you put he- headphones on somebody and they, they're singing along, you'll know that they're, they can't hear themselves, so therefore they're singing all out of tune. We've, we all do. Yeah. We're, we're, we're guilty of that. Yeah, um, that famous scene in Pretty Woman, uh, Julia <laughs> Roberts is in the bath yeah. and she's got the headphones on and she's singing to her heart's yeah, content. Yeah, yeah. Completely out of tune. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And uh, that happens to everybody. And that's that's what happens, I suppose, too, if, you, if your hearing is is very bad. Uh, luckily, up until more recently, my, my hearing was slowly deteriorating, as as does everybody's hearing, um, a, a little bit, you know. Yeah. But because I had shingles in the ear, which is called Ramsey-Hunt syndrome, uh, on the left ear, I lost more hearing because of that, which is pretty, pretty um, normal. Um, and uh, But in I, your business anyway, I yeah. mean, in addition, well, a, a, a person who's doing normal uh, office work, for yeah. example, not yeah. exposed to loud noise, you'd be on stage. Absolutely. You'd yeah. have the onstage monitors. monitors. Maybe you wore in-ears yeah. as well and sometimes. And I have a drummer behind me. And a drummer the behind you. The dr- drums, you know what I mean? <laughs> so there was, there was definitely hearing loss there. And you'll find that most musicians will have a certain amount of hearing loss yeah. as time goes on. Um, but what, what the, the, the good thing is that I have discovered that the hearing aids have just been uh, just a godsend. Um, but were the family saying to you? Yes. You know, I, if are you not listening? You, no, if, if you start, they say, Mom, you should get your hearing tested. I, I, they'd walk in, the television would be blaring, right? Or they might say, have to say things to me twice or three times if I'm not totally tuned into what they're saying uh, or if I'm in slightly distant. And it becomes embarrassing. You don't want to keep saying what or what did you say or turning your good ear so you can hear. Um, and and I just, you know, initially, like a lot of people, I was in denial for a while and saying, oh, I don't think I'm ready for hearing aids. You know, it's like you think in terms of it being an old person's thing, but it's not at all. And you can see, you can hardly see what I've got in my ears here. I have them on now. Um, And it's very comfortable and you can answer your phone by pressing a little button on your ear and you can talk literally as I'm talking to you now without having to open your bag. Get your phone out. There's a lot of pluses, but the main thing, of course, is that I can hear again. And even background noise sometimes is, is automatically lowered because uh, in a car, say, or something, I can hear much better talking to people. Now, when you got them fitted, um, what was the principal revelation to you? I mean, did you realise they're talking about me all the time? No, <laughs> I haven't no. been able to hear them. <laughs> As Orla will tell you, like, they start to, they bring them up very slowly and they, you know, say I had... Uh, a 20% loss in one ear and whatever, less in the other ear, 30% I think it was. And slowly they're bringing it back up so that my brain gets used to hearing properly again and having that top end. I was losing a bit of top end, oh, which, yeah. you know, the S's and the, you know, and everything was very mumbly in this ear, like a, like a, everything was like low. And um, so, yeah, amazing. I can hear the birds singing properly. I'm like, wow, you know, and the raindrops on the on the window and uh, little things like that really have come alive again for me, you now, know. What about performing? I mean, if uh, you, you then have to go on stage yeah. and you still have the drummer pounding out behind you and yeah. you still maybe have stage monitors or no, do you wear in-ears in re- or yeah, what? In recent, the last 10 years, I would have had in-ears, which means that I block out all that uh, 
surround noise and I literally only have in my ears what I need to hear, which is my own voice and maybe a guitar, a little bit of guitar, a little bit of Yeah, piano. you can ask for a mix of get, your choice. I can get what I want. So that happened maybe 10 years ago. And I think uh, younger people now are using those, um, you know, in-ear uh, devices because it gives you more more um, separation and mm. everything. So it is better. Uh, but, but I think people have to be careful, uh, especially younger people, middle-aged people listening with earphones on at the wrong level or, you know, because that damage is irreversible. Once you damage your, you know, your, your hearing, you can't fix it. But you can fix it to an extent with, with technology. And this is where yeah. Orla comes in. She'll tell you yeah. all about the technology. Yeah. And, and as you say, they're uh, imperceptible looking at you now. I couldn't tell that you're wearing no. a, any hearing aids. Um, do you have to take those aids out when you put the in-ears on for performance? I, yeah, yeah. 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 So you swap one for the yeah, other. Yeah, no, no, it's fine. It's fine. I don't have a problem with that. Once I can hear myself singing, I have, you know, a couple of instruments in quietly behind me. I know I'm singing in tune and that's that's worked fine for me. Mm-hmm. Um, no, it wasn't really, the problems weren't as much on stage as just a normal life walking around, you know, and, and, you know, if there's any background noise, it can be a nightmare. You know, if you're in a restaurant or something and there's a lot of, you know, people talking and background music, suddenly you're really struggling and you end up being a little embarrassed because mm-hmm. you don't want to keep saying, what are you saying? Or, so you kind of go along with the with the conversation, yeah. even though you don't quite understand what's being said. The brain is quite extraordinary, though, because with our eyes, we can focus on a person across a crowded room mm-hmm. and uh, we can see them and yeah. say, well, that's Joe and that's Mick mm-hmm. and that's whatever. Um, it's funny with hearing. Mm-hmm. I know um, my wife has this ability. Kathy can look across a room and she can hear, you know, a particular person and what they say. <laughs> she she <laughs> reads lips. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what it is, but she has that ability yeah. to discern yeah. what one person uh, might be saying o- over all, all the rest. Well, she doesn't uh, have to get here in Islam. Whether that's the brain or I don't know. The Maybe brain. she is quietly yeah. lip reading as well. Because we do that, Orla, don't we? Unknowingly almost, we get help with our hearing from watching people speak. Absolutely. Um, we fill in the blanks with facial expressions and with lip reading. Um, but as we lose our hearing, um, we have these coping mechanisms that will help us to continue to hear. But eventually, a little drop, even five decibels, will be enough to make us not make sense of what's going on. So we'll cope for so long. And that's what tends to happen is people don't come to me till maybe 75, 80. But at that stage, they're quite severe and they should have seen me maybe 20 years before that. And I think what we're trying to do in Specsavers is normalise the conversation and behaviour around hearing loss and hearing tests. We're trying to encourage people to protect their hearing, not to listen to anything above 90 decibels for sustained periods, but also to have your checkups. And if you do develop hearing loss, to have treatment earlier on um, because we don't want to get to the stage where you got tested in school and the next time you have a test is at 75. It's too long a period for something that's so important. Now, the question of who has hearing loss, uh, obviously there is hearing loss with age, which seems to be a wear and tear, natural yeah. kind mm-hmm. of process. But that doesn't mean that people will become in any way profoundly deaf with age, but they will lose certain frequencies. Absolutely. What about younger people who have been wearing headphones, mm-hmm. in-ears particularly, at all sorts of volumes yeah. and going to concerts? I mean, some of the concerts, mm-hmm. uh, I remember, uh, was it a One Direction concert about the girls too? <laughs> And I, I, I dropped them off and I went to the back because mm. I wasn't particularly interested in the, in the set. And I went to the bar, actually. But I, I came back in when they came on stage and the noise was like a jet engine. Mm-hmm. It mm-hmm. was incredible. That was not from the band. 
that was from the fans the screaming fans Mm -hmm. and it was almost an unbearable noise and a constant constant So what future for a generation that have lived through that? Yeah, it it is quite frightening, really, because with the concerts and then even with the headphones, like, you know, your iPhone can go up to 110 decibels. And we know children and teenagers listen to iPhones at very, very, any smartphones at very high levels. So as Mary said, once you damage the nerves in the cochlea, we can't repair them. They release enzymes and it slowly deteriorates. So we do need to educate our younger people about this. Um, And I I think one of the signs that um, we get first is buzzing in the ears or noise in the ears, tinnitus. And after COVID, we had a lot of young people coming in um, presenting with tinnitus because of being at home, working on streaming devices and Zoom calls and listening all the time. Um, it's quite a high uh, an increase in the, in the last few years. So I, we haven't seen the peak of it yet. I think in another 10, 15 years, we're going to have a lot of young people with hearing loss earlier. OK. The majority, sorry, the majority of our customers would be over 70. Um, but there is other genetic disorders and there is um, infections. I was Mary had a viral infection and there is mm. other v- infections like that, measles, mumps that will cause Make it too. So we, we can't ignore it. We should mm. check all the way through our life. Now, yeah. a, a question here. How much damage are earbuds for phones uh, causing? Because people often go around wearing them all day. Yeah, it, it's actually the decibels. It's not. It's the, it's the level of sound going into your ear. Putting something into your ear, it's in your outer um, air canal. It's not going to cause damage. So it's the volume. It's the volume. That's it. Mm. And, and years ago, we would have got it from construction. But now they, they're more um, occupational. Aware. They're aware. Mm. They get it checked. And, and, and they wear protection. And as Mary said, for singers and people in bands, they wear protection. People mm-hmm. in mo- motorbikes wear yeah. protection. We're more, we are getting better. OK, a question for Mary from Declan. Um, is the sound from your hearing aid the same as the sound from a normal ear or is it a bit like a bad earbud? <laughs> no, it's, it's, you see, it's, it's gradual. So you, it, it, your brain takes a while for it to, to act. Because I haven't had that top end on this ear yeah. very much for the last probably seven, eight, ten years, um, you have to gently bring it back up. And that's what they do in specs is that they, they monitor over a period, of maybe a month, two months and bring it up gently. So it's, but it's it, hi fi. It's yeah, it's, it's like, like normal it's speech. so much better. I can hear I can hear top end again. You know, I, mean, I know I'm talking like a musician here, but I can hear that high, high, crispy end of, of sound, yeah. which I had lost. And, and it does make a big difference, you know. All right. So, um, Orla, obviously older people, mostly your customers, there is a PRSI help as well, isn't there? Yeah. The Department of Social Protection realises that there's quite a cohort of people out there that haven't been treated for their hearing loss. So they've extended the PRSI to include more people and to give more money towards the grant. So in Specsavers, you can get free hearing aids on the PRSI grant and that covers the majority of people and even if you have a medical card you probably still get the PRSI grant so the majority of But are those um, cheaper uh, hearing aids are they bulkier and No they're very streamlined they're less expensive but they still stream your phone um, and you know Mary was saying she can answer her phone through her hearing aid so they they, they stream they'll stream your Audible your Spotify you have an app on your phone that you can adjust your hearing aids You can adjust your hearing you can press it button for like say if you're in a restaurant or you're finding that the background noise is too yeah. is too much you just press and it just takes down yeah. the background noise and you know picks up voices you know 
Well, high tech indeed. High tech. <laughs> and I think that's what we really want to get away from is years ago we have bad press because they were analogue and analogue hearing aids impl- increases all the volume. So you literally have to lower the down. If you went into a restaurant, you'd have to lower it down. So there's a lot of bad perception there. Mm-hmm. But now in the age of technology, you can just uh, everything. separate. Just yes. as you have, for example, yeah. you can ask your sound system maybe for concert hall sound or Absolutely. for cinema exactly. sound or Absolutely. whatever. Yeah. It, it sounds very good. Mm-hmm. Everyone should have a go get yourself it's tested it's worth getting and tested I mean there's no harm in that world. yeah Exactly. So just like in all the Specsaver stores, the 65 stores, you can just go in and get a three minute checkup. And then if you need to see somebody like myself, we'll book you in. But for everybody, getting your eyes tested, have your screener um, and mind your hearing, you know, it, it needs to last a long time. So it's look important. After it. yeah. So important. Yeah. Uh, could a stroke cause hearing loss? It, it, it can if it's in that part of the brain yeah. because it's in your cerebral cortex is your hearing centre so anything that affects that part of the brain can cause it. Just another thing um, dementia there's a lot of talk about dementia and hearing loss and there were some studies in the Lancet in 2020 um, where they said it, there is a very big causative link we're not 100% sure. I suppose there's a feeling that if you don't hear well, you remove yourself socially. Yeah. And if you don't stimulate that that higher level of your brain, it, it can cause atrophy. There is an, another pro- process or thought that if you're focusing constantly on filling in the gaps in speech, because it's quite hard for people to put together the picture when they can't hear, that you don't use your other functions in your brain. So either way, it is a very strong link. Uh, we're not 100% sure what's going on, but it just, again, reinforces the importance of having your hearing tested. If you have a hearing loss, try and hearing aids. Try and sort it. Yeah. Well, it's a Healthy Hearing Month, so my thanks to uh, singer Mary Black. Mary, thank you for coming in, and Orla Walsh, Audiology Director at Specsavers. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9am on News Talk.